Welcome to the Mapped Out Money Podcast, where we help you understand finance and manage your money so you can get on with living your adventure. You're listening to episode number 53. And today's episode is brought to you by the Mapped Out Money Minute. So this is another shorter daily podcast that we host. Uh, The episodes are similar to this podcast, but they're only about one to two minutes and they're every single day, just to give you a quick sort of money tip as you get on with your day. So if that sounds like something that would be interesting to you, I would love for you to check it out. It's called the Mapped Out Money Minute, and you can find it in your favorite podcast player. Our last few episodes have been uh, pretty involved Intense. Yeah. So this episode, we're keeping it light. Super light. Super light. You know what else is intense? What? Camping. What? Camping. It's intense. Oh. (laughs) Wow. What a tad (laughs) joke. Okay. (laughs) Anyways. uh, So this is going to be another Nick's Curious Questions episode, but Nick's cheating today. I'm cheating today. And his curious questions are coming from the Best Self Icebreaker question deck. Yeah, so I've talked about these in a things we like, stuff we like before. And uh, I really like the Best Self Company's little cards. They have all kinds of little decks. They have the Icebreaker deck, the Deeper Talk deck, the Edison deck, the Date Night deck, all kinds of stuff. So I've pulled some somewhat random questions from the normal sort of baseline icebreaker deck. And I tried to pull some of these that uh, somehow, some of these have like financial kind of things worked into them. Okay. And so I thought we would just, I don't know, go through a, th- a few of these, keep it kind of light. I actually don't light. know the ones that he pulled out. Yeah, you so. don't. So you're going in cold. And um, I don't know, answer them. And hopefully everyone else will enjoy as well. So our first one, I'm going to shuffle these up that I pulled. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cheater. Everybody's going to see how much better you are at answering these than I am. Why? I, well, because you normally ask me these and I give you like a real basic answer and then you give your answer and I'm like, dang, change my answer to your answer. That's way better. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. All right, here we go. First one. If you could go back in time and uh, what one thing would you tell your teenage self? Stop trying to be cool. That's a good one. Is that like way too basic? No. I don't know. Yeah, I would just like stop worrying about what other people think and whether or not they think you're cool. Just do what, do what you want to do. I think that's a good one. I, I would probably tell myself um, to just chill a little bit, you know? Like, I think I was so stressed out about what I was going to be when I grew up and getting it all right, which turns out I got it all wrong anyways. <laughs> so I would just tell myself to chill. Like, it's going to work out. It'll be fine. All right, next question. What opportunity for love or money have you given up and do you regret it now? So have you given up an opportunity for the sake of love or the sake of money and do you regret it now? Uh, I mean, I guess the obvious one is like when we first met, like I was planning to, I was almost about to graduate with my undergrad. And so I was planning to go to physical therapy school in Florida and we both went to undergrad in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So when we met, I told you like, yeah, I'm not going to be in Chattanooga much longer. I'm going to be moving to Florida. Um, so and that was let like. Let the record show. I never, I didn't really try to coerce you. Oh, no, staying. you didn't at all. I was like, oh, that's cool. You yeah. didn't at all. It was just like, as soon as I met you and like, we kind of became a thing. All of a sudden, Florida didn't sound that much fun because you weren't, weren't in Florida. Interested. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it didn't feel like uh, a sacrifice So you gave at all. up Florida for love 
And I do not regret it. You do not regret it. Good. Yeah. I basically live in Florida now. So. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mine's going to go way back to when I was in, this is pre-U. So when I was in high school, I was notorious for giving up opportunities, if you will, of going out to eat with friends uh, to save money. And sometimes when I would go out, I was like the kind of guy that would recommend that we go to the Mexican joint so that I can eat free chips and oh, salsa. no. And I would still buy something, oh, okay, but I would okay. buy something small. Okay. So I would get like the beef nachos for $4, <laughs> you know, and a yeah. water. And then so I could be out of there with a tip and everything for five bucks. And looking back, I'm like, I probably should like... Like, foregoing a handful of those restaurant eating outs with some f- friends of mine, I-, I probably should have just gone, you know? Um, so I think looking back, I would I would not have given up those opportunities. Really? Okay. Um, I mean, not that I would go out to eat all the time, but I was definitely, I was w- too miserly, I think, mm-hmm. at that age I than I, than I should focused. have been. You were focused. Okay. Okay. Driven. All right. Next one. What's your dream job if money didn't matter? Uh... I mean, like, legit, if I could just do anything, I'd probably be finishing antiques and just, you know. You'd be like a craftswoman. Like, yeah. you'd do pottery some. He says that. I've never done pottery. Same I just want to. some. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I would just do random, whatever like raise plant craft children. suited my fancy that day. Yeah. Not a good way to make money. <laughs> like. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I mean, uh, th- it sounds kind of ridiculous, but honestly, like it's probably pretty close to what I get to do. Like, yeah. I, I feel I feel pretty darn blessed to be able to do what we do for a living. Um, oh yeah. So yeah, my craft know, thing being said, like I, I love working on what I work on. Totally. So I definitely feel like um, uh, I feel super blessed to be able to, to basically have our, our dream job at this moment. All right, if you could buy your dream house, what is one weird room or feature that you would have? Ooh, I would definitely have like book hidden book room you know you always talk yeah, about like a that's a hundred percent what i would have i would mm-hmm. have a hidden i would have like a hidden like library feel room. yeah yeah like for sure the the old school three piano keys out of out of like order that like turns a bookcase around that's a hundred percent what i would have what would the room feel like on the inside though see mine would be like lined with bookshelves with like mm, a ladder like a study like yeah uh Mine would probably be like a combo study and a combo like, I don't know. No, as I get older, I'm so old now. As I get older, like I've just found myself wanting more and more like a bunker. Oh, I thought you were going to say like naps or something. No, I'd make it like a really good nap room. No, like, like, um, what's that movie that just came out with Gerard Butler where like, uh, I don't know. Um, comets are bursting apart and like falling down to the planet and everybody's trying to get to greenland because that's evidently where all the bunkers are that, that so you would prep for the zombie yeah apocalypse. basically okay yeah interesting glad we don't have space for a hidden room <laughs> <laughs> all right what's the best hotel you've ever stayed in and why Ooh, i know mine do you yeah it's gonna be like something that you stayed in on like a high school trip you know it see i stayed at i think it was a marriott but i stayed at this uh hotel in atlanta that definitely the nicest hotel i've ever stayed in but it was a the fbla convention they had and 
Uh, I remember one because I was 14 and it was like the nicest, coolest thing I'd ever been to. And two, the elevators were all glass. And so it was like this 40 foot building or 40 floor, you know, building and the elevators were all glass. The, the, the walls were glass, the ceilings were glass and you could see, and they had the elevators right in the middle of the building in the middle of the lobby. And so we would just ride the el- the elevators over and over again, and it was kind of scary, but it was also kind of like almost like a roller coaster. Like you feel your heart, you know, kind of go like you get up there to that fortieth floor. That's oh, like, I bet. I mean, I don't that's like scary, heights, you know. So, and yeah. like there were a couple times where like me and some of the other guys were we were like literally like crawling on the fortieth floor because it was like this is crazy. Wow. Anyways, okay, mine would be for my dad's work every year for. Most of my childhood growing up, we went to Perdido Beach Resort for one of his conferences. And some of the kids, so like a lot of the people that he worked with also went. And one of the guys, like I was really good friends with like his daughter in particular. And uh, we were around the same age and everything. And they always went on this trip. And it was just, I mean, it wasn't the hotel in particular, although the hotel was nice and they had like a nice pool and like little poolside bar thing. And so, you know, at the time we're like 10, 11, 12, and we would like walk up to the bar and order like virgin daiquiris and be like, charge into the room. And we (laughs) just felt felt like the baddest. Oh man, we thought we were so cool. So yeah, that was probably my favorite hotel experience isn't it amazing how like there's so many nicer hotels out there but when your expectations are so low like like you being able to like charge it to the room it feels like the oh coolest thing in the world yeah uh and me like a glass elevator when i was 14 was like amazing i think it's also funny too like and i mean this can this can definitely not be the case as well but you know my parents probably spent you know, over the week, I don't know, it was probably less than a hundred dollars to, to let me and my brother like go up and order a few daiquiris and charge them to the room or whatever. And like, just what a thing that. Oh, you tell that story all the time. Oh, I know. I'm like, man, it was the dopest thing ever. Yeah. It was so cool. So yeah. A little bit of money on the right thing can make a a big, make a big difference. Big impact. All right. If you could only have five apps on your phone, what would they be? I feel like I'm a terrible person to ask this question. So I have like the Gmail app that I use. I I specifically don't have a lot. Of, like I don't have the Instagram app. Yeah, I don't you don't have, have like Facebook any app. social media apps. Uh-uh, I don't have any of that. And then um, I don't know. I use like some workout stuff. And then other than that, I'm. Yes, yeah, so I would go with uh, my budgeting app for sure. Okay. Yeah, I should say that. I would definitely, Wina would most definitely be one of my apps for sure. (laughs) I said that. (laughs) I would also have uh, Hey, which is my email. And then I would have um, probably the macro counter for sure. Mm -hmm. Just because that one's so easy and nice to have on the phone. Spotify. Oh, Spotify is a good one. And YouTube. Ooh, I've got one. My Libby library. Oh, yeah, your library. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. So, yeah, I would definitely have that one. What are you most looking forward to in the next 10 years? I am looking forward to having our house more put together and things feeling more organized and things having a place. That's a good one. I would probably say that, but since you said that, I will say having a beach rental property that we can Airbnb out. All right, I can get behind that. Yeah, for sure. 
if you could do anything in the next year, what would it be? This is one of those where I never think big enough. And so I answer and then you come out with like a really big answer. And I'm like, yes, that one. <laughs> that one. Uh, oh, if I could do anything. I know what yours would be. If you could do anything, if you're thinking about it, I know what it would be. What would it be? It would be staying in that underwater hotel in Australia. Oh, well, see, yeah, that would be cool. But I mean, that's only like a couple of nights. So I'm like, if I could do anything, I'd buy a, I'd buy a 12 room beach house beachfront beach house oh there you go that's fair yeah i mean like, what are the rules to this i need some <laughs> I like restraint. Your imagination okay well i was gonna say uh travel to maine really yeah that's like a realistic one that if i could do anything i would like definitely make that happen in the next yeah, year yeah but does it have to be realistic i guess not but that's still a good one yeah i feel that all right next one what's the last thing you bought for under 50 bucks that you love and use often my um water bottle Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Use that one every day. Mm -hmm. That's one of those, um, you know, we talk about where can you go a little bit more expensive that just adds like another layer of luxury that's still not objectively that much money. Yeah. Like a good water bottle. Spent like 10 more dollars on it than I would normally spend, but I yeah. like it like way better. I just like the way the top is. Yeah. You know? Well, and I don't like water bottles that, um, you know, some of them have certain straws that get real gross and like mm -hmm. hard to clean. Yeah. yeah. You can't do that. I agree. Mine would probably be that pair of JQ shorts. J Did J you say JQ? JQ. JQ. Crew shorts that I bought just because I haven't had, I have not had a pair of shorts that I really liked in years. And they fit well and I like them. And we live in the South yeah. and it's hot. And yeah. so I really enjoyed them. All right. You're at a cafe. What type of drink do you order? Chai latte. Solid. For sure. Solid. Uh, if I'm getting a good drink to walk around, getting some sort of chocolate mocha thing, if I'm getting something that I think I might get more of, I'll just get a drip and then I'll get another drip later. <laughs> so it depends on if I'm like chilling there for a while. I gotcha. What's the first thing you remember buying with your own money? I don't know if this really counts as with my own money. It really doesn't. But it's the first time that I remember analyzing like the cost of something. Yeah. So when I was in high school, North Face jackets were like all the, the crap. Yeah, it was yeah. ever everything. Yeah. Yes. I had wanted one, of course, because, you know, all the cool kids had them. And my parents bought me one for Christmas. And I remember getting it. And like it hung in my room with the tags on it for like two days after Christmas. And then I remember asking my mom, like, hey, will you be offended if I take this jacket back? And she's like, no, I don't care. I want you to. I want you to, you know, get what you want. What you want. Um, why do you want to take it back? And I just said, because I think they were like $200 at the time. I mean, they were crazy expensive. Yeah. Maybe 150 I don't know. It was a lot of money. I was like, I would just rather have the money. It's like, I, I'm just looking at this jacket and it's like a fleece jacket. I mean, like I could get a Columbia jacket for like a fifth of the price. And I, I'm pretty I just impressed rather have the that money. you did that. I, yeah, but I mean, it was, it was like, I just looked at it. And as soon as, as soon as I got into my hands, I was like, yeah, this isn't worth the money to me. It's not. Yeah. Why I couldn't figure that out before, I don't know. That's interesting. But. Mine would just be a video game. Like, that was all I bought when I was a young kid. Like, it was it was like, how could I do chores or use birthday money or to whatever to get more video games? Yeah. It was all, like, at that, probably the first thing would have been, like, Crash Bandicoot, something like that, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. What's the biggest purchase you've ever made this house? Easy peasy. Outside of this house, it would be either a vehicle and then probably something for the vehicle. The Airstream? Like the Airstream and yeah. like stuff for it. Like, Or if you weren't going to say like no vehicles, 
it, it would just be maintenance things, you know, like a transmission for the truck or something. Yeah. You know, not mm-hmm. fun stuff. If you could instantly be an expert in a subject, what would it be? If I could pick any subject, I think it'd be probably interior design. That's a good one. Mine, mine would probably, no surprise, be uh, like investment analysis because then I would just feel so confident in investing our money and making more money. Mm-hmm. Very boring. No, that's a good one. All right. What book has made the biggest impact on your life, not including the Bible? I'll go while you think. I think I've told this story before on the podcast. I'm not sure, but... The book I always think of is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And it's partly because of the book. Like the book did have a legitimate impact on me. And I've learned a lot of things from that book. And I found it very helpful and beneficial. But part of it was also the timing. Like I think when you read a book can have a really big impact. But at the time that I read that book, I was 19. It was right before I met you. And I, up until that point, had never read any sort of self-help, educational you know, like any kind of book like that. I'd only ever read fiction or, you know, assigned reading at school. And my mind was like blown because I was like, whoa, you can, you can just like read a book and learn stuff. And then that like changes your life. I don't know. That seems so like dumb to say it that way, but it really was like a revelation. And that sort of really spurred me on to like going down the financial, personal finance book rabbit hole and like all these other books that really have impacted me and influenced the way I think today. I think I'm going to give a precursor to my answer. And that is that probably my answer to this would change like constantly depending on like what books most top of mind for me or, you know, like whatever I'm going through at the moment and Mm -hmm. how it causes me to reflect back on books that I've read or whatever. But today, my answer is probably Mary Laura Philpott's I Miss You When I Blink. Yeah. Just because, A, it was such an enjoyable read, but B, like she did such a good job of touching on a lot of really important topics. Mm-hmm. Again, going back to the timing, it was a very timely read. Yeah, it was. For both of us, really. It was. It, like I love her talking about, you know, the crabs in a bucket, but the way she shifts it to be like sloths on a waterbed and... And the fact that, like, if you don't like something, you can just change it. Yeah. And uh, she just has this, like, really simple down-to-earth way of saying really monumental things to me. Yeah. I think that's solid. All right. So that's the end of uh, all the little questions that I had pulled out. Before we go, do you want to talk about stuff we like? I'm liking some credit card cashback money. Me too. <laughs> um. So anytime I talk about this, I always want to do the disclaimer of anytime you're messing around with credit cards, you are playing with fire. Fire has some benefits. You can cook things with fire. You can heat your house up with fire. You can also do bad things like burning your house down with fire. And that's kind of how credit cards are. So just please know that Um, we do use credit cards and we use them responsibly. And one of the ways that we use them is when credit cards will run promotional sign-up bonuses periodically. If we're not planning to take out a loan, like buy a house anytime in the near future, then we will sign up for them, knowing that it might ding our credit score slightly in the short run. But in the long run, it'll actually help our credit score, and we can pick up some sweet cash on the way. So we currently signed up for two credit cards, one for the business, the Chase uh, Business Inc., and one for the personal the chase sapphire because chase sapphire currently has been running a deal one of their biggest deals they've ever run where they give you a hundred thousand points if you spend three thousand i think or four thousand in your first three months of use 
So we will be able to hit what we need to spend on both the business and the personal, no problem with just our normal sort of monthly spending on both the business and personal. And when we're all done here in about two months, we should pull in somewhere around $2,000 to $2,200 in cash back, which is exciting. Yay! So we'll probably uh, probably end up using most of that money for the house. So pretty excited about that. I'm really liking those credit card sign-up bonuses. Haven't done that in a long time because we have been planning to buy a house. But now that we're in a house and we're not planning on taking out a mortgage anytime soon, I'm back on the back on the credit card game. So. That's what we've got for today, y'all. Um, if you like today's episode, I would definitely, you know, encourage you to check out the Best Self Company. We're not sponsored by them or anything. It's just a product that I really like. Uh, I think they're really fun for groups and for couples and just for friends and asking questions and spurring interesting conversations. So check them out. Check out their icebreaker deck. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see y'all next week.